Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Thank you for turning on this podcast, and I hope you enjoy what I have to say to you today. The first word is cambrium. Cap- no, uh, no, it's a lowercase c. C-A-M-B-I-U-M. Cambium. I think that's what I meant to say. Cambium. Noun from 1671. A thin formative layer between the z- xylem and phloem of most vascular plants that gives rise to new cells and is responsible for secondary growth. Xylem is X-Y-L-E-M, and phloem is P-H-L-O-E-M. And this is from Middle Latin. Uh, it means exchange from Latin cambire, cambire, which means to exchange, and there's more at the word change. Uh, oh, and cambial is an adjective. Next, we have Cambodian with a capital C, noun from 1770. One, a native or inhabitant of Cambodia. Two is the number two definition for the word, mm, don't know how to pronounce this one, I'm just going to say Khmer, and it is spelled K-H-M-E-R. And then Cambodian is also an adjective. It's a very simple, it's just a native or inhabitant of Cambodia, but I don't know what this Khmer is. Next, we have Cambrian, could also say uh, Cambrian, capital C-A-M-B-R-I-A-N, adjective from 1604. One, synonym is Welsh. Two, of, relating to, or being the earliest geological period of the Paleozoic era, or the corresponding system of rocks marked by fossils of nearly every major invertebrate animal group. And then it says to see the geologic timetable. I didn't know we had it in the book. There was a geologic timetable. That's good to know. So I can teach you some of that stuff. Uh, Cambrian or Cambrian is also a noun. So this is from uh, Cambria or Cambria, which is in Wales, uh, from MW. What is MW? MW is Middle Welsh. Middle Welsh. I should have been able to figure that out. Uh, it is from Middle Welsh, Kimri, uh, C-Y-M-R-I, which is either in Wales or it means Wales or Welshman. Um, and so uh, I know there there's a thing called the Cambrian Explosion, and I believe it was during this time, which is sort of mentioned here in the definition, that lots and lots of animals were created and evolved, and it was a, a big time for animals. Yay, animals. Uh, yeah, I think that's... And why it's connected to whales, I don't know. Um, maybe that's where it started from in that area. I'm not sure exactly on that one. Moving on to cambric. Noun from 1531. A fine, thin, white linen fabric. Two, a cotton fabric that resembles cambric. Uh, so it's either the cam- cambric or it's something that resembles cambric. This is a Dutch word, or from a Dutch word, capital K-A-M-E-R-I-J-I-K, R-I-J-K, Camry, and that is from uh, Cambrai, France. Okay, next is cambric tea, two words. It's like the tea that you drink. I think I might have some tea after this. 
noun from 1859, a hot drink of water, milk, sugar, and often a small amount of tea. You don't want too much tea in your cambric tea, just a little bit. Why? Oh, they probably uh, drink it this way in Cambrai, France, and that's why they call it cambric tea. So it's really just water, milk, sugar, and then you get a little bit of tea. What kind of tea do they use? I don't know. Next is camcorder, noun from 1861, a small portable combined camera and video recording device. And this is from camera plus recorder, camcorder. Um, yeah, this I guess it just really became video camera. Um, really, any camera now, most cameras also do video. Camcorder, I don't know, it's an odd word. It's a, it's a camera that can also record. But isn't that kind of what just cameras are anyway? They're recording something, either a still image or video. It's That's what they are. Next is the word came, C-A-M-E, first form. It is the past form of the word come, C-O-M-E. Come over here. I, I did. I just I, I came over. I came over here. Okay, second form of came. It is a noun from 1688. A slender, grooved lead rod used to hold together panes of glass, especially in a stained glass window. Ah, they call those cames, I guess. The origin is unknown. We have no idea why they call these things that. Next is the word camel, noun from before the 12th century. One, either of two large ruminant mammals used as draft and saddle animals in desert regions, especially of Africa and Asia. Uh, Then we have... Oh, I should say the genus name is Camelis. So it's camel with the letters U-S, Camelis. And then we have 1A, the one humped camel, extant only as a domestic or feral animal, called also dromedary. And the scientific name is Camelis dromedarius. And then we have 1B, the two humped camel. So the first one was one humped. Then we have the two humped camel, of Chinese, Turkestan, and Mongolia. And this is called also Bactrian camel. And the scientific name is Camelus Bactrianus, and then also Camelus ferris. And number two, a watertight structure used especially to lift submerged ships. You bet you didn't see that one coming. They call that uh, lift submerged ships. They call that thing a camel. And finally, number three, a light yellowish brown. It's just the color of a camel. Next is camelback. One word, noun from 1860, the back of a camel. Why you need a word for the back of a camel, I'm not exactly sure. Oh, I guess it's like horseback. You know, it's like you ride horseback, then you ride camelback, because oftentimes people are doing that. So that's that. But it's also, these days, it is a brand. It's a thing that you wear on your back. Uh, when you go for long runs, you fill it with water or Gatorade or something like that, and you you can drink your liquids while you're jogging, hiking, running, whatever it is. Okay, next is camelier, with an e e r at the end. This is a noun from sixteen oh no eighteen oh eight. A camel driver. So a camelier is riding a camel camelback, and they are sitting on camel hair, which is our next word, camel hair or camel's hair with an apostrophe S, noun from the 14th century, one, the hair of the camel or a substitute for it. 
as hair from squirrels' tails. So if they use camel hair in something and they don't have any camel hair, they use squirrel hair uh, from their tail. Two, cloth made of camel hair or a mixture of camel hair and wool, usually light tan and of soft, silky texture. Next is camelid. This is a noun from 1911. Any of a family of two-toed ruminant artiodactyl mammals having a three-chambered stomach and including the camels, llamas, and vicuña. So, uh, uh, let's see. All of those animals have two, two, are two-toed. Uh, they have artiodactyl feet. I, I, maybe, does that mean that they're two-toed? I'm not sure. And they have three-chambered stomachs. Um, okay, so the family name is Camelidae. And uh, that, I think, is good for that. Okay, next we have Camellia. C-A-M-E-L-L-I-A. Camellia. Noun from circa 1753. Any of a genus of shrubs or trees of the tea family. Maybe you can put some of that tea in your cambric or cambric tea. Um, especially an ornamental greenhouse shrub with glossy leaves and rose-like flowers. So the genus name is Camellia, and the scientific name of this greenhouse shrub is Camellia japonica, which I think um, basically means Japanese, so maybe that's where it lives. So this is from, let's see, New Latin, Camellus. It is from George Joseph Camel with a K, George, see this, all of this stuff is spelled not the way that I would normally spell them, but he's from, uh, he's a Moravian, is that a place? George has no E, Joseph is J-O-S-E-F, and Camel is with a K. He died in 1706, he was a Moravian Jesuit missionary, so he probably found these. Next we have Camelopard, Camel, and then O-P-A-R-D, camelopard. This, I'm so curious about what this is. It is a noun from the 14th century. One is archaic. Oh, okay. I see where we're going with this. Uh, the synonym is giraffe, camelopard. And then number two is capitalized, and we have the synonym, which is our next word, which is, com- how do I say this? Camelopardalus. Camelopardalus. C-A-M-E-L-O-P-A-R-D-A-L-I-S. Camelopardalis. I think that's six syllables. It has a capital C, by the way. Um, so I think I'll read this. No, I'll read the etymology for camelopard first. This is, uh, boy, it's that camelopard, camelopard. It's from the Greek camelopardalis from camelos or camelos, which means camel plus Pardalis, which means leopard. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Uh, leopards, I think, have spots, and camels don't. And I think what I'm gathering is that when they first saw a giraffe, they said, well, it's sort of like a camel. It sort of has a similar shape and face and, and all that, even though it's a lot bigger. But it also has these spots, and we know leopards have spots. So we don't really know what to call this thing. So we're going to call it a... We're going to combine camel and leopard because that's actually what I would do, probably, and I would say it's a camelopard, camel, camel leopard, but that's too much camelopard. 
And then later somebody said, that's a terrible name. Just call it a giraffe. And everybody was like, yeah, that makes sense. We'll call it a giraffe. Moving on to Camela Pardalis. This is a noun from 1836, a northern constellation between Cassiopeia and Ursa Major. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's from Camela Pardalis. It's, it's, it means Camelopard. Uh, so does this constellation look like a giraffe? We'll have to look into this one. And then our last word is Camelot, capital C-A-M-E-L-O-T, noun from the 15th century. Number one, the site of King Arthur's palace and court. It's only a model. Number two, a time, place, or atmosphere of idyllic happiness. Ah, it feels like Camelot. So we had today, all the words were cambium, cambodian, Cambrian, Cambrian, uh, Cambric, Cambric tea, Camcorder, Cam, Camel, Camelback, Camelier, Camelhair, Camelid, Camellia, Camelopard, Camelopard. You have to make sure you emphasize the right syllables. Camelopard, Camelopardalis, and Camelot. Uh, okay, so it is song time for. Those who don't know why it is song time, go back and listen uh, from earlier on in the seas, and you can know what I'm talking about. Um, kind of tempted to, to do Camelopard. Uh, did I like anything else in here? I mean, Cambrian is pretty good, too, but Camelopard. 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 Camels and leopards, they got together and they made a camelopard. No, that's not how it goes. How does it go? Camels and leopards, they don't look anything alike. You combine them and you get camelopard, and that means giraffe. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.